a great event, uh, and you can see the enthusiasm for it. I think most people are hoping that it's going to start tomorrow. I think you can tell it how palpable it is here. Uh, look, you, c- you come to New Zealand, you know what you get. You know, as administrators, we know that you come to a country that's steeped in rugby. There is a passion for rugby, there's a love for rugby, and quite right that a, a World Cup comes here. As our name implies, World Rugby. We've got to take the, got to take the sport. We've got to take events round, round, round the world. You know, it's no point just sticking to the tried and trusted, uh, predictable areas. You know, we have to look at the global expansion. And to come here is sort of what it does is that I think the world rugby members, when they took the vote, they wanted to come to New Zealand. They wanted to come here because they know what hosting World Cups here is for New Zealand. So, Bill, how do you? measure success of this tournament? The measure success is I think looking at a how many teams are competitive in a tournament. I think that's the first thing. So we look at a men's tournament, 50 to side, and we look at the margins between uh, sort of uh, the so tier two and tier one, how they've reduced, and so the standard has got has got better. What we look in the women's is that right? How are countries um, improving their standard? How competitive is it? And so, what what we need to do is keep monitoring that. Then from there, we can look at our investment in individual programs for different regions, different countries, to try and get really competitive games because I think the important thing about any sport is you've got to go to the game not knowing who's going to win Genuine neutral this entire tournament is i.e. It's, it's a rugby world cup it's not a women's rugby world cup how important is that in the eyes of world rugby very important I think it's also we're probably leaders in world sport of doing this it's something that women felt very strongly about and we absolutely support them 100% as far as the success of the competition, playing numbers-wise, do, do you look to expand the size of the competition if indeed it does bear fruit, like 12 teams I think coming up in a year and a half's time? Is there a move for an expansion there? And is there the quality of athlete and boards globally to achieve that? That is our challenge. That's the challenge that we have, is to ensure that you would have, let's say, 16 teams that are competitive. And it's the same in the men's game. Now, do we look at expanding the uh, the World Cup in 2027 into 2014? That is our ambition. That's what we want to do, to get more teams playing in World Cups. Bill Beaumont joining us on Radio Sport. Um, the gap between the haves and the have-nots, we've seen that in global rugby on the men's game. Have we got a similar problem in the women's game? Well, I think the the successful teams in the, the women's game aren't necessarily the same ones that are successful in the men's game. I think if you look at 15 aside, you've sort of Canada being pretty competitive, USA competitive, Spain have been, been, been competitive. So in the women's game, they're not necessarily the same teams that you would have in the 15 aside. What we have to do is try, and those countries, I look upon it, there's some countries that have got deep pockets, there's others that don't. What we have to do is make certain that those countries that don't have deep, deep body aren't disadvantaged so that we, we, we look at investment where we're going to get a return and that is by looking at investment into uh, regional competitions. We are looking at a new sort of uh, international programme for the women's game because at the moment there isn't really a proper sort of the, the Six Nations tournament which is uh, obviously played at this time of the year. But down in other areas... There tend to be a lot of one-off fixtures. What we're trying to do is trying to get more teams that can play in tournaments, but that needs funding. Very similar to the men's game because there is uh, 
detachment between the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere. You tried the global season, the global league. It was pushed back. Are you looking at maybe with the women's game to maybe instead of looking at just regional systems as to starting a global women's game and maybe cut the men off at the pass? What we're trying to do is also still look at how we can make the, uh, the, the men's game more of a global game. Yeah, How's so that looking, we, 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 haven't, we haven't thrown it away. It hasn't been washed away. Don't be reassured on that. It's something that we, we still look at. I think for the women's game, it, it comes down to A, finance, but B, the sort of uh, travel that would, would be entailed in that, and that's costly. So we had a meeting last week with around the men's game, around the Tier 2, the country like that. What we need to be doing is try and beef up regional competitions get strong regional competitions so out of that then the standard gets better so that when you come to a a global event then you've improved but it's sort of in in the men's game for instance you you have countries like Canada who played one player I think has played in three World Cups and he's got 16 caps and as far as the global season go, you had a working group on that. It was last week that you were referencing to. That's on the tier twos, yeah. Yeah, on the tier two. What, what about tier one? Because I mean, we're all absolutely gagging for it. I know this uh, up northern hemisphere, not too keen on that. But uh, are you still progressing forward? Is yeah, there movement still, being made? We're, we're, we haven't closed the door. You can rest assured, whilst I'm there, I am still pushing on that door to see what we can do. And um, you're uh, going to run again for chair, but you're a different running mate. What did Augustine do? I don't think. I think we. Uh, he, he just sort of uh, didn't do anything. I think. Uh, I mean, not, not that he didn't. Uh, he, he didn't do it. And, he, and he, uh, I just felt that certainly uh, maybe that I think he was considering running himself. I don't know if he's still considering that. And look, you know, I've, uh, I'm going with uh, with Bernard Laporte from France because I think if you've got a strong England and France, then that, that's a strong combination in the, in the world to take the, the world game forward. And finally, as far as finances, key on every sport you have, how much money is being pushed toward the women's game in general? Well, I can't tell you dollar dollar for dollar, but uh, significant funding indeed. And sort of, you know, we're looking at the uh, the World Cup in, in France in uh, uh, four years' time or three and a half years' time now, that, that that will generate far more funding into the world game, and that will come through to the women's game as well.